another week of the Slim and Slam podcast. It's episode 11. I'm Slim. And I'm Slim, and it's been a wild ride so far, and it's only been a few months. Well, unless we let out the secret that we've pre-recorded these episodes. Yeah, we're actually six years ahead. We're way in the future. <laughs> if only. If only we were that productive. <laughs> I know, right? So, so like you were saying, summer's coming up. We're almost there. It is. It's uh, March. It feels like it was summer until like two days ago when it dropped back down to 30. Yeah, we had about five days of it being above 50 degrees, and then suddenly we were in a tsunami, uh, and, uh, and now it's cold again. We were in a tsunami? Was I asleep for that? No, it rained for like an inch, and then and then there was wind, and it was cold, but now we're back. Yet somehow we're in a uh, fire hazard warning for us. I saw that. It was like, there was like a 70% fire hazard chance. Yeah. <laughs> the entire ground is wet. There's not a single drop of dry land anywhere in South Dakota. I guess so. I don't know how, but it has something to do with the humidity and all these new alerts that I keep getting from the weather app. Last year it was snow squalls, and this year it's fire. Did you say a squall? Yeah, a snow squall. It's a, like a- uh, uh, it's a short wall of snow that falls down from the sky on top of everybody for like a minute oh they're pretty cool to watch there's a video out there of one that went through colorado and it was pretty interesting to watch it from an angle that it came through i was actually if i need to watch snow squalls i guess but i continue on sorry oh well i i was uh when it we got hit with one last year i don't exactly remember when it was it might have been late 2022 but um i was actually on my lunch break and normally what i do is i just sit out in my car because there's no point in me going home yep Uh, um and it was insane when it came through it was just really hard really fast and then it was gone like nothing happened sounds a lot like my college days (laughs) that's true (laughs) college went by fast man i wish i could go back to it sometimes I don't miss any of the classes, uh, but I do miss uh, not going to class, I guess. <laughs> miss the days of working part-time and having an affordable apartment and all that fun I mean, jazz. I paid almost the same as I did now, I think, monthly. I suppose so. Yeah, I'm paying a little bit more, maybe. If I remember correctly, I'd have to go back and calculate that, but yeah. Yeah. But you know, I also have a garage now, so I guess that's worth True. Very so, true. Speaking of garages, okay. since you refuse to move in with me and use my garages, uh, what's what's filling your garage these days? Uh, not much, because it's sitting outside. But I have two Mustangs. Uh, one's very rusty, and one's only a little rusty. And all the parts from the rusty Mustang are going to go on the not-so-rusty Mustang now. Isn't that opposite of what you should do? Shouldn't you replace rusty parts with not rusty parts? Well, that's the thing. I'm putting shiny parts on the non-rusted parts of the other car and putting that in the the Fox Body Mustang. Um, Okay, so summer's coming up, right? We've got got the show in August. It's currently the last week of March. Why don't you walk me through, top to bottom, what we're doing with, with the machine... Uh, before we go. Alright, so what's already happened is uh, sometime last year, I don't even remember when, sometime mid-year, I bought a 
1983 Fox body and uh, caravaned it back here and it sat in the garage I've driven it maybe five times um, but that's because it refuses to hold any fluid so it's been sitting there for a while to say the least um, but now has come the time where I have some money that I can throw at it and and uh, actually put go fast parts in it and take out the shit parts and that's well, pretty at least at least go and uh, Taking a show done, and this is I, I, we can't take an hour and a half figuring it out. So, all right, well, let's go all again. Right. All right, so for those of you who are just wondering why we paused randomly, um, I, it appears that our internet is having some issues, so I'm checking that currently as we speak. But uh, the show must go on because it is Thursday and the show has to happen Friday. Where the hell is the speed test these days, huh? I went to speedtest.com, not speedtest.org, nothing. I gotta go to Google. Ooh, huh? Oh my god! So Is it? It's uh, terrible. It, it's when you were freaking out about the end of speed test, like you angered speed test somehow, and that made your internet want to commit so much speed. Like it literally is all the speed. I don't know what is going on. I don't What's know my ping looking like. Hold on, let me get the command prop up here. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna it this live on camera. Oh, here we go. No. Boom. Ping. Google server. Boom, boom, boom. Let's see what we got. Man, I'm tired of doing IT stuff. <laughs> 41, 38. I'm doing, I got zero packet loss. It's got to be you. It, I don't know what to tell you. It, unless it's the Discord update that's been sitting in my corner for today. It could be Discord. Uh, Cloudflare's been having issues, I know. Okay. You um, know, the worst part about being IT is is you know some of the things that are going on, right? Like when Cloudflare, Cloudflare breaks... You know, because, like, whatever the hell you use in your office that uses Cloudflare, it's fucked for the whole day. Just completely destroyed. Not, there's nothing you can do about it because Cloudflare is broken, which happens more than you'd think, right? Yeah. The problem is then you, you leave the office and you go home and you're like, oh, no worries, though. I'll, I'll jump on. I had a rough day at work. I'll jump on Discord with the boys. We'll play some games, whatever. And then you remember, oh, shit, Cloudflare is broken. I can't do any of that. I can't do Internet. I can't do Discord. The games probably won't work. And you just, you know, before you try. <laughs> you know? Is it bad? It's real bad? <laughs> it's right at the end. Go God back to the, you know, damn you, it. you know before. <laughs> you know before you even try. <laughs> oh, man. What a fun We're time. We're through it, crew. That's it. We got to power through it. This has to happen. I've got like two hours to edit this shit and put it out. It's been that crazy of a week. Been doing a lot of business. And man, it has been a crazy week. Originally, this episode was going to be about vehicles, uh, arc project cars, and then the future, the cars of the future that are kind of here now, but also are fucking things up. Um, so, should we talk about the van? Well, I want to talk about my car still. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I... <laughs> I forgot. I, I I jumped into a wormhole and missed the last <laughs> half of the explanation. So continue, my friend. Continue. Anyway, what happened this last weekend? I pulled shitty engine out, and the reason why my car has been sitting in the garage for so long is because I yanked the transmission out last year, and I didn't do anything past that. So it was just taking up space. Um, I 
got the engine out this past weekend, and I am now starting to strip paint out of the engine bay and the rust that is on the strut towers. Gonna fix all that up, repaint it, and then polish the paint on the exterior, and then put Go Fast Engine, or sort of Go Fast Engine, out of a tired 1995 Mustang. And that's essentially where I'm at, and then every other part that I need is expensive because it's impossible to get things right now. That's true. Because you're gonna you're gonna get a uh, an EFI system. Yep, I'm getting an EFI system. I need a new fuel system and fuel pump because it was carbureted before, and I'm switching that over to EFI. So I need uh, a fuel pump in the tank. I suppose I could do one of those inline ones, but if I need a high-flow one, I might as well just use the the full kit that they have made already. I'm going to spend a few extra bucks for all the cut uh, the cut fuel line and everything. Yeah. Um, and then I was actually going to get a, uh, a fancy intake for cheap on Facebook Marketplace, and I uh, was hit up by our buddy Tim within two minutes of this guy posting this intake and I messaged him within the first 15 minutes of it being posted because Tim had to send me the link and I did that and he's like oh I'm out of town right now and I'll be back this evening you can come see it then didn't hear back from the man and I messaged him the next day didn't hear back from him I looked today and it's sold yeah like how does that right how does that happen I had the cash ready and I was ready to go and look at it the day of, and pick it up. But you just weren't, you just weren't aggressive enough in your your messaging. I guess not. I should have said, "Give me the fucking intake right now." Here's my money. You know, I think it's a good thing though, because I think it'd be cool to do the donut, the donut intake. The donut intake. Yeah, from the video. Oh, that's just the cold air part. This is the actual uh, intake manifold. Do you need a manifold? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Does it not have one currently? Well, this is to go on the engine that I'm building. That's also been taking up space in the garage. Well, yeah, but I mean, like now, though. No, I'm just going to use the one off of the 95 because it essentially has everything I need. Yeah, yeah, but we should should do the PVC one so you get that sound. Okay, (laughs) I mean, we can. It's going to be a little awkward trying to build it in there but i, I mean I, the only reason i'm not doing one is there's already like the exact same thing on the car well how about i purchase that one from you and you make poop pipe intake done all right perfect you heard it here Good. folks i'm getting a uh, an intake that's held together with zip ties uh but at least it's metal it is metal it's not made out of poop pipe all right 200 bucks <laughs> 200 bucks what kind of money do you think I got? Uh, depends on how bad you want the intake. Mm, that would be a good question. <laughs> Look, I'm the master of the trade, okay? <laughs> Alright, trade master. <laughs> I'll hit you up after the podcast on that one. Maybe I'll make a uh, under-the-table sort of deal. Under-the-table with both hands type of thing? Under-the-table with one hand and a pinky toe. Uh, that'll have to do, I guess. I imagine that didn't sound very good coming across. I heard the. 
Oh, e come across the, the the headset, and I was like, oh, my reply is not going to get there clean. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's a good thing that I'm recording this on my side, and yeah. uh, that it's still picking up sound on my end, at least. I can watch the recording there. <laughs> I'm trying my best, I promise. While we're on the subject of project vehicles, you, sir, have been doing... You are now a certified body repairman. Technical term is. I mean, I guess I've I've always had the ability to do body repair. I just have not had to do it on my own vehicles before. Well, that you guys have known. Like I had to do it on my ADA, but yeah. But uh, I mean, other than that, yeah. This has been quite a project for you, though. I mean, you spent some serious time. Uh, uh, it was a lot of rust. Yeah. <laughs> and now. Uh, now you're getting towards the end of the tunnel of the paint and body work, uh, at least temporarily, because um, this is just to kind of make it so rust doesn't spread, and then eventually you'll do a, a nice finish of, what is it you want to do, matte black? Yeah, probably. I'm not sure yet. We'll see when we get there, but yeah, I just matched the gunmetal gray. Um, I still gotta do one more clear coat um, and deal with the uh, the Bondo on the crack on the left rear uh, quarter panel, uh, I have not uh, primed or painted. Oh, I gotcha. So that has to happen. And then the rear right tire is flat, rear passenger side. Yep. Um, and so I have to deal with that. And this uh, this last weekend, I was trying to like look at air compressors to buy. I'm a little short on cash this week. It's rent week. Um, and I have the, the cars going into the shop on Monday. Oh, that's soon already. Yeah. I mean, I get net 30 to pay off the car, I believe, but, um, I'd like to have the money in hand to deal with it, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, so I'm a little short on cash and I went to go try to buy an air compressor and they're like, you know, anywhere from 80 to 120 But then I was looking at Amazon and they make these like little plug into your cigarette outlet, yep. uh, like pumps you yep. know i know what you're talking about i was like it's like hmm maybe that would work so i was reading through reviews and some of the reviews were like yeah this works and some of the reviews were like it caught on fire the first time i tried to use it so i was like eh, that's like a 50 50 shot that's better than i normally get when i buy off amazon yeah <laughs> i'll have to introduce you to my boy chris fix because he actually did one of his i believe it was his christmas episode on things to get uh somebody that's a car person and a similar device like you just said where it plugs into the cigarette lighter um he had something on there like that and it it works pretty well it definitely takes a bit of time for it to to air up the tire yeah if it's catching see, on fire that's a, a bit of an issue see i originally went down that route when i was looking at those on amazon and then i remembered there's not a cigarette out lighter cigarette lighter in the mustang really yeah, there's like no electricals anywhere that work, so. Oh, so it has uh, it in there. Yeah, it just doesn't do anything. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what the 95 is. So, so that won't work. So we're gonna have to get a full air compressor. I'm just gonna have to spend the money on getting the the quick the quick connects uh, and the the nozzle. Excuse me. Uh, the nozzle for the the tire and all that fun stuff. So there goes another 200 bucks. But you know what do you do? Yeah, even the small stuff starts to add up real quick. 
Well, the problem is, I have to get that this done this weekend because it has to go in bright and early Monday morning, which right. means I have to get it started and running Sunday. And the poor thing, when I ran it last weekend, it sounded like it wanted to keel over and die and shoot me in the process. <laughs> uh, but so I have to work this weekend. Oh. Quite a large amount. And we have a family function to go to. That's going to be uh, a solid portion of time. And I need to go finish the clear coat and get the... Uh, air compressor, bring it over, uh, plug it in, get it, get it rolling, pump the tire up. So like that part's minuscule. But there's just a lot of things going on this weekend, and I need to make sure I finish it and also run the car for a little bit before Sunday night. Right, just so you can kind of get it warmed up, see if it sounds a bit better, and then get it over there. Well, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably pooled oil because it's been sitting for three weeks. Right. So I probably want to get it out and run it, but it sounds so bad right now. <laughs> and then, so on Monday, when I take it to the shop, I'm going to have to find a way to get back to work and also back to my house. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's true. So I think I might Uber to my house okay. from the from Kanas, um, and then go from the house to work. What time are you dropping it off, do you think? Like right away in the morning, like 8 o'clock. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Because they probably don't open till 8 now that I think about it. I have no idea. I figured I'd ask Dan for sure, but... Fair enough. I figured 8 o'clock makes sense to me. Yeah. But... Before we uh, end the half here, uh, I did find... I did discover something. So, remember how I was talking about my, uh, my car? Uh, we thought it was an LX and it was just yeah. missing the X off the trim? Yep. Turns out, that's not the case. And mm. You've yeah, discovered the packages. Yes, I have discovered the packages. It turns out the coupe for the notchback comes in the conversions. Uh, there's like three trim levels of it. I got the basic bitch trim or the Mustang Coupe L. <laughs> so I have the LX because I'm cool. I think the LX might have come at a later time then yeah not 1983 yep uh, uh LX should be like 87 to 93 uh yeah that's when that would have ended yeah. um but yeah uh it turns out I that's why I don't have a center console that's why it's all red because <laughs> that was one of the colors for it and I don't know I just found that pretty interesting solid all right, well, let's hit the break. Uh, we'll see you back in a few minutes. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody, for watching this episode of the Slim and Slam podcast. If you enjoy what you're hearing, go ahead and give us a follow on Spotify or subscribe to us on YouTube to receive the next upcoming episodes. Not a whole lot to talk about this week. We've got a couple of big episodes coming up in the works, so make sure you're watching for those as well. All right, let's get right back to the show. And we are back. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, welcome back. Thanks for listening to the ad break. I completely forgot what we were supposed to talk about this half. <laughs> we, we were going to talk about uh, new vehicles and why they will probably never be made or uh, why we'll never get them. because The goddamn Russians. Because <laughs> we're broke. There's a oh. chip shortage that's going on forever. And oh. the Russians. <laughs> Damn it. Well, at least they got one right. Absolutely. All right. So well, which you lay want? it on me. Well... My personal favorite, because I didn't know this was actually going to be a thing. I thought it was a joke like three years ago when 
VW talked about bringing the VW bus back. I was like, oh, this is pretty sick. If it actually comes out, I definitely want one. And lo and behold, 2024 is when it's supposed to come out. And I cannot be more excited because I love this thing. You're excited for it? Yes, I absolutely love the new VW bus. It looks like a... All right, hold on. I got to come up with the, the phrase. Uh, but like a Fisher-Price mobile. I know it does, but I think it's sick. Like, you think those like red and yellow cars where you like walk... Yeah, the I know car, what you're talking you know? about. Everybody That's turned... what that looks like. And <laughs> all I can think of is when I see it, I want to go, The bus! The bus! <laughs> Stop the bus! I still think it would be a sick vehicle to have, and I want one so badly. I would... It's electric. How are you going to charge it? I don't know. I know it's electric. I'm not exact. I'll take a gas generator with me everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's the best thing I've ever heard, actually. That's what we should do. We should we should start a company where we sell gas engines specifically to charge uh, electric vehicles in places where they don't have electric charge stations. Pog. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, electric vehicle companies. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Uh, I know I've seen a post of it. It's been a while, but there was a. Uh, it's like AAA or a roadside assistance company, and somebody ran out of juice in their EV and they were using a generator to charge it and I thought that was the most funny shit um but again like Sioux Falls is fine because there are charging stations around and if you are lucky enough to own a home uh you can most likely charge your vehicle at your home but in the instance where if I wanted to go and see my family it's like a four hour drive so I would have to charge it when I get there and hopefully make it back. <laughs> yeah, and you have to find somewhere to charge it if your folks don't have one set up. Right. I'd either have to lug one around with me and uh, plug it into the good old wall outlet. I don't know. You don't understand. Those require their own breaker. I know they do. <laughs> you have to modify your home to put a breaker in specifically for charging your vehicle. And let's walk it back for a second. This is Sioux Falls, yes. There is a charging station available. I'm pretty sure There's it's... a single gas station that does charging for electric vehicles. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Hy-Vee on the other side. It is the Hy-Vee. Oh, That's the okay. only one. That's <laughs> the only one in town. So don't talk like there's lots of them around. Like, Don't say, like, oh, it's Sioux Falls, so that's fine. No, there's one charging station in a 200-mile radius. There's not one in Brookings. There's nowhere you can go between here and there without, like... Seriously pushing the range of the vehicle. <laughs> I'm saying that it's fine in the sense because there's like five people that own an electric vehicle in Sioux Falls, and that's why it's open. <laughs> oh, no, there are plenty of people that, plenty of people that have Teslas, but like it's just road cruisers, you know. Like oh. you, you don't leave town with your Tesla. Fair enough. It, it's going to take a lot of implementation before we can have electric vehicles and actually go outside of the city before i just think you're in the wrong market for it you know like yeah you're east coaster sure like whatever right you're west coaster sure whatever but here in the rural midwest like first off fuck you my <laughs> engine does not go loud enough also fuck you i want to buy oil god damn it I also thirdly if i don't get pushed into the back of my seat from the sheer force of power of that engine, I don't want it. I mean, which means I can specific. I can specifically only have the Plaid S. 
And that, I could also get that amount of power by buying a $4,000 shitbox with a V8 in it. <laughs> this is true. So, it's not for me, that's all I'm saying. You would still be slower than Plaid. Uh, is it Plaid? Plaid? Plaid. Plaid, yes. Yeah, I might be slower, but I also paid $36,000 less. Also factual. <laughs> Regardless, this is about the VW bus, and I want one. Alright, VW bus, ugly, Caleb wants one, understandable. I guess Caleb likes ugly cars. I guess it's kind of ugly, yeah. But, yeah. It's still sick. I mean, this is coming from the man who wanted, like, the grossest hatchback I've ever seen. The grossest hatchback? What are you talking about? Well, all hatchbacks are the grossest hatchback I've ever seen. I am open, so... What that hatchback did I want? I should say modern oh, hatchbacks. You wanted the yeah the yeah, Subi. Modern hatchback gross. First off, cars should not have curved lines. Curved lines are specifically for women. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's it. Only thing that can have curved lines. Everything else on the planet, straight lines. Every interface I use, like on the web, I want straight lines. Make it look like 1998 Windows. I'd be happy, right? Every vehicle in existence, straight line. Don't put a fucking curve on the goddamn thing. And I love you to death. What, what is this obsession with curbs we have now? I just don't understand. I don't know. They're, uh, I mean, some vehicles are losing their curves. Uh, like the VW bus, not so many curves. It's uh, I will. like curves Hear in the front, the and then it's just a box. Well, no, but it's curved in the back, too. Is it? It's uh, not an Astro van. It's not an Astro van. I don't know. There's so many. Like, these are VW... Concept. The VW truck looks sick. The new yeah, one. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me, do you remember when uh, when Nissan came out with a Titan? Yeah. And we were like, hmm. I don't know if I trust Nissan to pull anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think those uh, those import engines are going to be worth it to me, you know? Yeah. Like, VW is the same thing. And don't come over here telling me, like, Oh yeah, VW makes performance. Yeah, you can take that and shove it up your ass. I don't want to hear it. Oh, Volkswagen is Volkswagen. It's not American. I don't trust it to pull a camper, okay? You're all over the place today. <laughs> um, well, there was one other vehicle that we wanted to talk about, which is I didn't... Is it the Kuntok or is it the, the DeLorean? Two vehicles, then, apparently, that we wanted to talk about. <laughs> I, just, I had something to say about the Kuntok, and that was it. I had one statement about it. All right, let's do Kuntak first. All right, so new Kuntak came out. Uh, it's not the old Kuntak, so it's not good. It just does. The old Kuntak had a had like a, a a style to it. It was outrageous out there, but it was like a spaceship, right? It was all sleek, straight lines, nice big wing on the back, the going doors. It was like the future car, right? Yeah. This one is like, uh, just make normal. Like normal supercar and just call it good. Normal sports car and call it good. And we we leave. Goodbye. Like it, there's no design aesthetics that carried over from the original Kuntak except maybe the height of the car. It looks like, uh, it, I mean, yeah, it looks like just a normal modern Lamborghini with smaller headlights, like the uh, square headlights that the original Kuntak had. Yeah, it's just it's just boring. Like the Kuntak had a lot of style. This has none. That's all I gotta say about it. It's a good thing that we will never be able to afford it, then. True. Maybe one day, and then I'll buy something cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the, the the real elephant in the room that Caleb wants to talk about uh, is the uh, the EV DeLorean. Which I was not aware that was a thing. 
All right, so let me set the stage. We got to go back a couple years, I think to 2018. Okay. Um, so the name DeLorean. So if you don't know, if you've never read the story of uh, John DeLorean and the original DeLorean Motor Company, uh, go back uh, and, and read it online. It's a really interesting story. Um, but So basically, original DMC went under. Um, but the name has been copywritten for forever. Uh, and a couple years back, a guy out of Texas bought the name of the company and the copyright for the DeLorean vehicle. Um, so he has the ability to produce the vehicle same as, same as. The original plan with buying the name was just to produce more DeLoreans. Uh, but right as they were supposed to do so, uh, the pandemic hit. Um, and they were unable to start production in any way, shape, or form. So there's been no DeLorean sold by this new DeLorean Motor Company. Okay. Um, side note, uh, while this has been going on, a guy who claims to be John DeLorean's long-lost son uh, over in England has been making three-wheeled, like, mini-truck versions of the DeLorean with gullwing doors. Okay. Um, and he also claims to own the name DeLorean Motor Company, so he's been selling these vehicles illegally. But they're kind of neat. Anyway, so... That's a story for another day, but um, so they finally announced, oh, maybe just a month or two ago, um, that the new DeLorean, now that they can start production, uh, is going to be an electric vehicle uh, designed in the same fashion with the same stainless uh, steel wing doors, uh, the vented back, but it'll just be an EV, uh, which should let them. I'm curious to see how it goes because you should be able to pump a lot more power into the space they have uh, compared to the initial. Um, production line of the DeLorean because uh, the initial production line of the DeLorean had I believe it was a cheap it was either a cheap four cylinder or a cheap six cylinder but there wasn't enough for a V8 enough room for V8 because it's mid-engine right um, I want to say it was four cylinder but it, it might have been before the time of the four cylinder in the states I don't remember um, but anyway so they had this mid-engine car but now they've got the chance to do it electric they might be able to get power out of it but the problem is um the body is still stainless steel so you still got a lot of uh a lot of weight to move with this mid-engine electric engine uh but hopefully they get a little more juice out of it and you can make it pretty pretty quick why don't they just use lighter materials and spray paint it to make it look like stainless steel well because that was kind of the that was the draw of the original delorean right was it was this this car of the future it was stainless steel sleek um you know all this there's some uh, what do I want to say here? I'm blanking on words. I mean, I thought uh, I thought that it was the. I mean, I guess yeah, it was the car of the future that broke down. There was a reason why it broke down in Back to the Future, and they had to use a train to start it. Um, right. And also lightning. And also lightning. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I oh suggestion was the word I was looking for. I guess there's a suggestion that the stainless steel body provided extra safety, stuff like that. And it was just a neat car, right? There wasn't a lot of cars that were doing the gullwing doors for the price you could buy a DeLorean. So, but yeah, the car in general was garbage. The DeLorean Motor Company was not very well built at the beginning of its lifetime. But hopefully these guys can make something cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Because there are a few new cars. For as many cars that they've brought back and butchered the names that were meant for the cars of that era in the past... Mustang Maki. <laughs> yeah, um, they've definitely like the Kuntak. I get that not everybody likes it, but it's still cooler than something like how Mitsubishi brought back the Eclipse, and it was a crossover, and 
it's just yeah. What is up with that? What is up with that? You can't bring back the name of a, a car and then make it a different kind of car. I mean, that's exactly what came with the. I mean, they have the other Mustang too, but the Mustang Maki crossover electric. I mean, I I don't know what to tell you. I'm not sure what's going through. I don't have the corporate mindset. Um, but just ran out of names, I assume. I guess so. <laughs> but I mean, like the Kuntak hate it or love it, it still looks better than making it a crossover. <laughs> I don't want Lamborghini to make a crossover. That would be uh, that would be something else. You know, like the Trackhawk is around, right? The the, the Hellcat engine in the, in the Jeep. Yep. Uh, like that one's kind of neat, but it'd be kind of interesting if like uh, Lamborghinis just started making like, you know, consumer vehicles. I mean, I guess the Urus is, is it considered a crossover? Because it looks like one. But it's also Lamborghini prices. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not sure. That'll be a well, topic for the next time, then, I suppose. I think so. I, are you ready to call it there? I think we are good to call it there. We've talked about EVs and speed tests and project vehicles that we've spent our poor man's money on. Yeah, this whole thing has been a project, I tell you what. <laughs> Alright All right, folks, I think we'll call it there. Thanks so much for watching this episode of the Slim and Slam Podcast. We'll catch you next week for episode 12, the beach episode. Perfect. Can't wait for beach episode. We'll see you next week. See you then.